0: Do you feel like your business is just treading water when it comes to marketing, or worse, drowning? It might be time to bring in a pro. Let's talk about marketing consultants. This episode, we'll discuss what they do, what they don't, and the pros and cons of hiring one for your business.
1: Are you a startup founder or CMO trying to grow your brand? There's good news, you're not the first. Our growth team is committed to learning and earning the skills and strategies high-growth companies have used to build their businesses. And now, we're sharing them with you. Welcome to Growth Team Radio.
0: Welcome to Growth Team Radio. I am your host today, Mallory Kuhn, Growth Marketer at Lean Labs. And in this episode, I'm going to be chatting with Lean Labs Senior Growth Consultant Chris Dubois. So, hi there, Chris. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Excellent. I'm doing well. I'm excited to record this episode. And I think that you are obviously the perfect uh, guest to have on to chat with, uh, of course, or else we wouldn't have invited you. So, <laughs> are you ready to talk about marketing consulting? Let's do it. All right. So let's start easy, high level, basic. What is a marketing consultant and what do they do?
1: So there's a wide range uh, for answering this question. But so generally speaking, right, you're hiring a consultant to provide strategic guidance. They're not necessarily the ones who are going in doing all the tactical, like making things happen, but big picture stuff, helping you understand what you should be doing, uh, you know, in, in certain regards. Awesome one of the challenges of consultants, which I'm sure we'll get in later, is that like anyone can say they're a consultant, right? And so they can right. stamp themselves off saying like, I do this and this. Um, and so for a lot of those people, their idea of what a consultant is may not actually be the example, right? Some companies will actually go in and do more work, more actual labor up front to get you like set up structured out uh, so that a team can then come in, get trained, and then and then run it um that's a little different than a normal consulting gig others will just basically step in as like a cmo type and right kind of coach from the the sidelines tell people what to do and so there's a bunch of different ways you can take it there's no real like this is exactly what needs to happen you can get like boutique firms who focus very specifically on a very targeted niche in solving a very specific problem then you can get the more like broader, hey, let's let's talk about the problem. We both agree this is the problem that needs to be solved. This is the outcome we want to get. All right, we're gonna provide you the solution so your team can execute. So.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So it sounds obviously like there's some variability on what some consultants do, what some don't, uh, but just if we can get a little a little nitty grittier. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what does a marketing consultant not do? So like, what are some common misunderstandings about the scope mm-hmm. of this role? What in, I mean, I guess in your opinion, should really never fall under that umbrella.
1: Right, so if you're bringing in a consultant, they're they're contracted, right? So they're not doing, like I said, all the tactical stuff. And so ongoing like marketing work, right? Like they're not writing all of your content, doing all of your social media publishing and doing that. They might help you with building the strategy out, uh, but they're not necessarily... Getting their hands on every single thing and doing doing that work. Um, generally, they leave that to the expert, like the technical experts in the field, and they're just making sure that everything, all the different pieces, are aligning so that you know your overall strategy works. Um, they they shouldn't be managing your marketing team because at that point you're bringing them in not as a consultant but as a senior member of your you know your leadership team. Right. And so um, I would avoid that. Make sure they're not doing that <clears throat> completely um, because some will pitch it as, hey, I'm a fractional CMO, but they don't call it a fractional CMO. They call it a consultant.
0: Awesome. So we kind of have outlined what a marketing consultant is high level, uh, obviously allowing for some variability. <laughs> um, but let's lay some groundwork on the flip side of that, on the the folks that are going to be hiring or considering hiring those consultants, uh, aka our audience. (laughs) Um, So what are some problems that B2B companies are facing regarding their marketing?
1: So you can't be good at everything, right? Like if you run a SaaS company, uh, you're going to probably be really good at getting your product out there to market. uh, And you're going to be building out a team to do that. Now, when it comes to some of the other pieces that you need to be doing, right, like just some of the ongoing marketing, some of the more evergreen stuff after your launch, Uh, maybe it's niche specific channel specific. Uh, you know, you're looking at certain verticals. You need to bring other people in to be able to, to work on stuff like that because you don't necessarily have a full team that has a full breadth of knowledge to be able to do everything, especially for like an early stage startup or something like, unless you got a lot of funding right off the bat, like you can't bring in a super experienced CMO to kind of manage everything and make sure your team has what they need. And so, um, those are all great opportunities to kind of lean into like hiring a, a consultant where you can pay someone a you know nominal fee compared to like a CMO salary for a year and have them come in, show you everything that needs to happen, give you that second set of eyes, almost like a coach, you know, coming in and just being like, do you guys see this? Have you missed this? And, uh, and just through that, you're able to now move much faster because you don't need to have your team have the expertise. Someone else is coming in, giving you some guidance and then your team can run with it. In a perfect world, your team is learning from that consultant as well. So now they come out with, like, you're getting extra leverage from this action. They're coming out with uh, with that knowledge so that you don't, ideally, don't have to hire a consultant for that again because your team knows how to execute on it.
0: Uh, right. It's almost like a training opportunity yeah. disguised as, uh, well, I guess not disguised as, but it is an additional benefit. Right. Right. Perfect. So, you know, we, we've got the, the idea of some gaps. Is is that really the only sign that a B2B business leader can look for to see if they might need to look into hiring a consultant? Or are there other kind of uh, canaries in the coal mine, if you will, for, yeah. for signs that it might be time?
1: Right. So, I guess if you're looking for specific issues uh, with your company that kind of give you the signal like, hey, I need to hire a consultant to help us out through this, uh, stagnant growth, right? Like a lot of times, you're stagnant because you don't know what you should be working on. There's a constraint and you haven't been able to identify it. And so right. getting someone else to come in and be like, oh, it's this, right? Like they can just see it because they, they're they new to your yeah. company. They, they're outside. Fresh eyes, yeah. And so it's one easy one. Um, if you're just decreasing conversions across like your entire site and you know your team's working on doing all the things, but you're still not getting those, it might be something you're just not looking at. Um, and a consultant can come in, they can help, help fix that. Uh, if you have like a lack of differentiation in the market, uh, it's kind of hard to necessarily identify that uh, unless you're in sales calls and people are comparing you or they're talking you're seeing a lot of other content pop up with companies comparing you to uh, to your competition and stuff like that. Uh, that's, again, that's something consultants do all the time. They can see the entire market. And so you who's very close to your product and know how beneficial it is to for everyone that you're selling to, a consultant, comes in from the outside and says, well, this other company does the same thing. And they're, you know, because I have no allegiance to to anyone. Like whoever wants to hire me. Uh, But you guys are all saying the same thing. So why don't we actually position you differently? Um, Otherwise, if you get frustrated with your marketing agency that you have working with you, you might want to just look at having a consultant work with your team. Um, This would be under the impression that your team is large enough that it could actually facilitate the work if you were to lose that marketing agency, which for a gotcha. lot of earlier companies isn't the case, but um, yeah, I'd say those are some good signs.
0: Yeah, that's great. One, well, especially that you know that last one is uh, an interesting consideration, right? Like if you're at the point where you've been scaling and you think you might be uh, nearly ready, even to start moving away from your agency, but you still you don't have the senior you know uh, marketing expertise on the team, and you need a little bit of outside perspective. Um, Right. I think that's a great, that's a great point. Um, So, you know, we're we're talking to B2B founders, CEOs, CMOs. um, What should these folks be looking for when they're selecting a marketing consultant to work with? You mentioned earlier that Mm -hmm. uh, anyone and their brother could just slap the title consultant on themselves. Um, So, you know, how how can our audience make sure that they are selecting a a great consultant that's going to be a good fit for their business?
1: yeah same way as a due diligence go look at reviews reputation word of mouth goes a long way um the i think having relevant experience within your space is is critical so like you know what have you done for other companies in in a similar position and gotten a result from because like unless you've handled. You know, thousands and thousands of clients, like I would be concerned that you're not going to actually have what you need in order to help me. And so <clears throat> that's something you should ask. The strategic mindset, if they come in just talking tactics, go find someone else, right? Because they're not looking bigger picture. They're just looking at how to get the needle moving and make you potentially make you feel like taking action is actually going to drive you towards your goals when it might actually be the wrong action, say you're taking. And so, uh, yeah, analytical skills right like you want them be being data focused <clears throat> going in and saying oh i have a gut feeling about this it's like right right if they come in and say well just off the bat i noticed your homepage does this and this and we need to fix those it's like well you didn't look at the data of our homepage. what if those things are actually working for us right, right. and now you don't have context and you're giving me advice that could potentially be wrong right i had i had hurt my leg once i called um, a buddy who's a physical therapist, he said, oh, "Just stretch it out, you know, relax a bit, it'll be fine." It kept getting worse, so I went in to see a physical therapist who who looked at it and said, "Man, your calf is torn. Like, if you oh, had stretched, no. you would have you would have torn this more, right?" Perf- yeah. Person one, PT one, had still gave me great advice if if everything lined up, right? But without that context, ever like I would have done more damage. And it's the same if you're looking at and <clears throat> bringing in a, uh, a consultant where like if they don't know all the details, then you should not just blindly listen to their advice. And if they expect you to, they are not a good consultant to hire. Um, what else? Yeah, I think if, you just want someone who's passionate too. Like if you're hiring a, a consultant to help you with SEO, you want them to be an SEO nerd. Like go look at their LinkedIn profiles. Is that all they're talking about? Like do they get like excited and like giddy? when someone (laughs) talks about Google, uh, because that, that nerd is what you want, you know, for that consultant.
0: Right. That's great advice. Um, and so uh, I'd mentioned at the top of the episode that I thought that you were a great person to chat with on this. Um, and the, the reason why is that you, you have done consulting work, um, for businesses that are looking for marketing help. Um, so I'm curious if you can share a success story and, you know, kind of give us some, context uh, as to how your consulting was able to help a business grow or hire their own team or maybe have a great quarter, right? Whatever the case may be.
1: Mm-hmm. So for marketing consulting, so like just from Lean Labs, we've we've done this before. With some companies who may not be the perfect fit for us uh, as a marketing agency client, right? We've been able to go in and just say, well, here, you know, we've looked at your Google Analytics, we look at your HubSpot analytics, we've seen all this. These are the things that we recommend you should work on, and then they, you know, they give us a high five. They go off do those things. They come back with questions if they got them, um, and those relationships are really good because they have doers on their team. They just don't have, you know, the deciders and like the people who need to go in and actually figure this stuff out from a strategic level. And so that's something we get to offer. And so a lot of that help uh, comes down to we'll look at like web pages. We've helped by getting in, looking at the data and stuff, and then making some educated Guesses based on their their audience, who they're targeting, and stuff like that. We've been able to boost you know page conversion rates by like twenty percent, which you know twenty percent sounds can sound small to some people, but that's yeah, pretty but substantial I when say, you're
0: not for you're that metric. Like, <laughs> you
1: know, if a hundred people go to this page, twenty of them, twenty yeah. more of them just started signing up. Uh, yeah, so that's good. Um, I personally consulted for a company who they just didn't have. This was such a simple fix. they said, "Hey, come in, just tell us what we should do for our marketing like we don't know we we're a very sales focused organization, and so I went on. There was nothing on their website that let people book a call, right, oh, and wow. so we flipped that, we just put up a page, you know, simple like book a call, this is what you get, right not really just selling the call and then we put up a, an offer up front like as a I'd say it was a lead magnet, but Uh, really just to lead them into that next step. So now we had two different things going on on site and within uh, two weeks of them having just made these switches, they had a deal come in uh, that they ended up closing for $136,000. Wow. And so it was like, boom, ROI on hiring a consultant, right? Just like that. Yeah. And now they have these things built and they at least, I made sure their team understood, like you can't have dead ends on your website. And so like always be asking, what's the next step for someone as they're coming in? And so now that company is asking, what's the next step? And they're building out other offers. They're making sure blog posts have CTAs. It's like simple things that working for a marketing company, right? We might take for granted because we, yeah. we see it all the time. But like most, a lot of companies, uh, they don't necessarily have all of that, that knowledge to go in. They say, okay, well, I created, you know, this asset and I'm putting it out here. It's like, okay, well, what else is it doing for you? And so once you can get that working, like sky's the limit. And so, yeah, I would say that that's probably my favorite example to use because it was just like such a, a night and day. Like for me, it was nothing. Right. Cause I have the expertise of working in a marketing company and understanding how these things go. As soon as I got the context, by looking at some of the data, seeing what they had going on their site. <laughs> I mean, it was like an hour conversation where I dumped all the information on them. I showed them what I, what they should be doing. And then we're, and we're done. And like they, the company just took off from there. And so, um, that's yeah, probably a good example.
0: Yeah, it's a great example. Uh, and I think it's, you know, uh, it, it ties right back to the, the learning opportunity as well. And it, it, the consultant actually helping the team grow, um, because if the team is now examining the work that they're doing to make sure that everything has a next step, um, you know, you were able to provide mm-hmm. them that initial nudge uh, and then they can continue to get dividends um, off of that, which is which is great and I think speaks to the, to the advantages yeah. of bringing in a consultant. Um, so let's say I'm a CMO. I just hired a marketing consultant. What are some of the responsibilities, the deliverables that I should be looking for from that person to maybe judge if they're doing a great job or what should I be farming out?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I think let's, I'm going to reframe the question. Yeah. You should really get clear on the problem you have before hiring a consultant. So that when you're talking to consultants, don't just talk to one. Go talk to like three, four, five. Like the more you're talking to, the better the chances of you finding who you want, right? It's like hiring a person. You get tired at some point of doing like a hundred interviews. Yeah. But like you're trying to bring one person into your company. So like it's worth it. And it's the same with finding a consultant unless you got like some super pressing, you know, time sensitive issue. Uh, I would take the time to like vet people out and find the best fit for you based on the problem you're trying to solve. And so first, bring up the problem, talk to them about the problem, make sure they come back to you and agree on the outcome that you're looking for, right? So you both, you're both you aligned on the problem, you're aligned on the outcome, now it's on them to come up with the solution, right? And they're going to come back. So when you're looking at the solution, it's going to vary depending on what the problem is um, and what your ideal outcome is. Um, but really, you want them creating, they're not going to be creating assets, but they're going to be giving you like strategy presentations, stuff like that. You want to own, like, full ownership of these once, uh, once you're done. Make sure you, you know, it's written into the contract. You get to keep all your stuff. Right. Um, and uh, because, one, that becomes a training tool for your team as well. Like, just having an asset that you can kind of base some of your work off internally can go a long way. So, um, yeah, you want to make sure you're getting, getting those calls to follow up, making sure you're constantly aligned. On what's happening, expect, doing the the whole expectation management, right? With following the milestones of whatever project they're working for you, uh, you want to get clear deliverables. That so when when they say, "Hey, this is how we would solve this problem," you want to know, like, okay, what are the steps? Not just like, "Oh, you need to do more SEO work." It's like, "Oh, thank you, <laughs> I appreciate that." Like we knew that, right? Right. So like, what's the solution? What is it going through and doing like on on page? SEO? Is it stuff that we've needed better keyword research? Like what is it specifically and what do we need to be doing in order to make that happen? And they can give you a timeline. They can like say, start here, start doing these things. This should take you about a week, two weeks. And then you want to move into this step and you can keep building out these, this kind of plan, right? That you can just give to your team, tactically execute and you're good to go.
0: Awesome. Well, that was very positive. Let's get negative for a second.
1: (laughs) Love getting negative.
0: <laughs> I figured you'd like this question. Um, what are some of the downsides of working with a marketing consultant?
1: So one, this could be just a temporary band-aid. Right. Right? You're you're slapping slapping bubble gum on the on the unplugged hole in this dam and uh water's gonna spring out somewhere else and you're not gonna have enough gum to keep plugging them. Right. Like national lampoon style. <laughs> so um, so you want to make sure you're, you know, you're looking longer term, making sure your team is getting trained and that you understand um, what stuff's happening and that you're not just looking at this one problem as like a single piece, like living off by itself. That Oh, we changed all this. Like, well, it affects everything else. And so, like, make sure that, you know, you're, you're covering up all your gaps, things like that. If you can rotate consultants with that, it also helps. if you have like an ongoing project, sometimes bringing in another consultant to make sure that things are, yeah, hey, I like this plan that they put in place. I would do X, Y, and Z instead. Um, And they can, you know, it just keeps things going. It also helps with like re-educating your team by bringing someone else in because they get to see a different perspective that trains now everybody.
0: Right, almost like a second opinion from a doctor a little bit, yeah? Right, yeah.
1: Like Like you with your physical
0: therapist, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, and I've, asked like i had a hiking accident i had the first doctor i had terrible frostbite first doctor just he was saw happy he's like we gotta amputate like whoa second opinion please and the other doctor said let's see what happens and now i'm only missing part of it (laughs) toe. and so it's amazing that had i just listened to the first doctor right everything like i'd be feetless well Um, they wanted to take the whole foot and so
0: yikes oh yeah
1: yeah they were not looking very hat. Right. Well, yeah, the, uh, the
0: importance of a second opinion in very clear detail right. here. Yes.
1: <laughs> and it's the same. Don't leave your business footless. There you go. So, uh, yeah, that one, sh- that should drive the point. Home.
0: <laughs> It'll be memorable.
1: The, uh, so a couple things. If you're, you want to make sure they have expertise and that they're doing something, because there's a good chance that the company you hire tells you something you already know. There are, so this is something we've ran into quite a few times because we're, we're a marketing company. So we have a, just generally around marketing, a high um, knowledge base, right? There are things we don't do. Like we, we don't do social media for our clients. That's something that really people want to be talking to you as a subject matter expert. And so we'll coach and help you like come up some of the messaging, but like you're the one in there doing the talking. so like we could probably get some coaching for our own internal social marketing. Uh, But when it comes to like SEO, uh, and here, here's actually a good example. We had hired an SEO consultant. They came in, they asked great questions. Not, and so we were just like, we wanted to just get some more knowledge really. And like, what could we be doing that we're not seeing? And uh, they came in and essentially told us everything we already know. And it's like, I don't need a consultant to come in and tell me to make sure we have alt tags on our pictures. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. right? Like I literally don't, no one needs that because you, whether you're on WordPress using Yoast SEO or you're in HubSpot or you're on any other tool, like, it literally tells you when you're using, like, you don't have alt tags set up. Uh, that's, like, standard built-in. And so the fact that we are paying someone and they were coming back with stuff that was, like, super obvious information, right? And that's not even, like, me as a, a marketer being, like, I already knew that, right? Right? It's, like, a anyone working in a B2B company could be, like, we got that. Like, thank you, though. Uh, so, so yeah, I would just make sure that they're, they are experts because that there's a good chance that, They don't know more than someone on your team. Um, And granted, sometimes that's okay because sometimes the person on your team is so close to what they're working on that they can't see the problem. And so getting that second opinion, even if they don't have a ton more information because they have that different perspective, they're able to see it. Uh, But not always the case. I wouldn't spend my money that way. If I were you, I would hire a company like, like a lean labs to just come in and do the work. Uh, Now, The other issue, a lot of consultants also have like generic packages that they, it's like a one size fits all type thing. We're just going to come in, we're going to look at these things, we're going to give you all the advice we can around these, and then you're good to go. It's like, well, those might not include my problem. And so maybe we don't just do that. And you come in and I tell you what my specific problem is, and that's what we work on. So really it's on you as, you know, as the CEO, CMO is bringing in a consultant, make sure you're hiring someone who isn't just going to give you generic guidance because one size fits all especially in business right. is not one size fits all like it doesn't work. If I give my, I'm a 200 plus pound, six, six foot plus guy, right. My sweatshirt is not going to fit my kids the same way. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I think I could put both of them in it, but <laughs> anyways, yeah, don't, so just be wary of the generic solutions. Yeah. That's great
0: advice. That's great advice. So what types of businesses do you think are best suited for working with a consultant? Is there, I know we've said no one size fits all, right? But are there, I guess maybe are there features, traits, things about uh, businesses that might Mm -hmm. signal that they're a good fit for working with a consultant?
1: Yeah, so hmm, I would say, I think I mentioned it already, but like early stage startups, who don't necessarily have the funding to bring on more experienced team members, but they have marketers. And so like, you got people who you can grow, you can teach them and they can grow into roles, which is awesome, but they don't have that knowledge now. And that's that can potentially slow your company down on your growth rate because they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they should be looking at or what they should be focused on. And so by bringing in a consultant, even for a single engagement, right? Just bring them in for a couple of weekly meetings. Uh, you can unlock quite a bit of potential for your company. And then, if you hire the right consultant, you give them a high five after they give you everything, right? Your team gets going to the point where now you're, you have a constraint again. You've hit a ceiling, you bring the consultant in, they open your eyes, show you what direction to go, and you just keep repeating that cycle. Um, that saves you a ton of money in the long run, uh, and then eventually you can bring in a, a CMO, someone full-time who can just pay cons- like tons of attention to it and and uh, do that. I'd also, this is like a separate, I'd recommend don't hire at CMO level right away. Bring in VPs, bring in directors, start there and try growing some people because if you, especially as an early stage startup, if you hire a CMO too early, generally that CMO is going to be really good at getting you to maybe a million in revenue or two million. Uh, They are not necessarily the person that's going to get you to 10 million because it's a different skill set. They're looking at different things. They're doing different things within your business. And if you bring them in too early at that title, you gotta fire them, right? You can't bring someone like nobody's gonna step over them when they already have the CMO title. So don't just throw around titles and uh you know all willy-nilly. Uh be deliberate in how you use those and try to get directors and VPs first so that you can uh you can actually grow the company and find the right person for what you need at the time. Uh, freelancers, agencies, great. So like most agents, even a marketing agency, right? For us, like we do web pages. Uh, we do like full websites. We're really good at that. Uh, but like I mentioned with social media marketing, we're not. And so if we decide we need to do more of that, we're going to bring in a consultant to show us what to do. Give us like, we, we don't want to spend hours reading and watching, taking courses and doing all this stuff. And then, and then spending hours and dollars on testing and trying new things when we could find someone who's done it before, have them come in, show us what's up. And now we jump, you know, two three years ahead because we're starting, you know, at this point of knowledge. And so, if we can get there and then move forward, that's even better.
0: And so, what are some alternatives to hiring a marketing consultant? So, if a business either, uh, you know, eh, they're not feeling like a consultant's the right fit, but uh, they also don't have the budget to hire a full team, um, what's the mm. play?
1: <sighs> Freelancers are good because they can solve a very specific problem and they're going to do a lot of the tactical work what's nice with freelancers is that you can usually just set them loose on a problem and have them go one of the challenges of freelancers is that if you have a company made up of freelancers you're going to be herding cats right Uh, they don't work for you i'm using air quotes for everybody listening Uh, they they have their own business that they're doing their stuff and they have other priorities they have other clients that are are priorities to them who might be paying them more, who might be needing just other attention. Um, and so you're going to get them to solve that problem. And that's that's going to be about it. And so, uh, but it's still an option.
0: Right. Well, and they're not a cohesive team. They're not a cohesive team, right? They're not used to working with one another if you have multiple freelancers, which could be a challenge as well.
1: Yeah. And that's, and they have to learn your systems, your tech, your, you know, your everything. Uh, agencies, another good solution, right? You can find an agency that serves companies at your size with a, probably a package for your, uh, you know, what you need. The, the other good thing is that you can get very specific with agencies, with your industry, with, you know, what you're, what you're trying to do. Maybe it is just social media marketing again, that you need help with. So you can find an agency that only does that. And now you're bringing in a team. There's a bunch of other challenges with, with having agencies. Um, usually like just generally speaking, agencies will have a higher turnover. Uh, so if you're, you know, if you're working, uh, with one like account manager and I'm using air quotes, cause we don't call them that. Um, uh, but if you're working with an account manager, uh, there's a good chance that within a year, they're going to swap out. Someone else is going to come in, take their position. Now you got to kind of bring them back up to speed on everything you've learned. If that agency isn't doing it for you. Um, uh, so yeah, that's an option. And then fractional CMOs too. So like I mean I just went on a rant about not hiring a, a CMO right off the bat. A great great way around that is a fractional CMO who's just contracted to come in and help you part time uh, with that level of knowledge and expertise. And having a fractional CMO is a lot like having a consultant, except they're getting they're spending a lot more time with your company, getting way more familiar with your brand and all of your assets and all the data, so that they can really help your team you know make some uh, educated decisions and. Generally speaking, when you do hit a, a point where it's like, hey, the CMO doesn't necessarily have the experience to, uh, to help us keep growing, it's okay. They're not going to be super offended when you bring in a full-time CMO or you, you find someone else with more experience because they're, they're fractional. So they I... have other clients. Hopefully they have other clients. Um, and, uh, and so it's not, it's not a big deal, right? Um, yeah, I think those are probably the big three. Freelancers, agencies, fractional CMOs.
0: Yeah. Well, and to kind of pop back to the agencies just to, uh, you know, talk a little specifically about um, kind of the approach that like Lean Labs has um, as an example is, you know, uh, I think the helpful thing that you may want to look for is uh, that kind of hybrid approach, which is what we do, where we work really Mm -hmm. closely with you and your team um, so that I feel if there is turnover with, you know, whoever the team lead is, the client lead, um, it's a little... Uh, easier of a transition because your team is so up to speed and it's easier to eventually phase us out, right? We always say we want you to outgrow us um, so that, you know, mm-hmm. you bring in your own team members, we train them on what we do, and then eventually your team can just carry on our processes. Yeah. Um, so that could be a, you know, a great option that kind of has the best of, of both worlds a little bit. Um, Awesome. So, let's let's get a little bit of parting advice. What advice would you give to B2B founders, CEOs, CMOs who are on the fence about hiring a marketing consultant?
1: Pick a problem you've been struggling with, that your team has been struggling with, just a pain point, something that's nagging at you. Maybe it's not even the the biggest problem in your company, but it's something that like comes up time and time again. You're like, "Man, we keep we have to solve this." So, Now, so, right, there's no immediate, like, I need this all tomorrow. You have a little more time on this. So you can go actually find a consultant, right? Task your team up. Go, hey, everybody, go research consultants on this. Be very, very clear on the problem you're trying to solve. Hyper clear, right? Hey, this page is not getting version rates that it used to. It was at this percentage. Now it's at this percentage. Um, You know, we need it at this. What's that outcome that we're looking for? That outcome is going to make it super clear for the consultant coming in to know if if they can actually help you right if you come in you're like i need a hundred percent conversion right (laughs) there immediately any consultant will be like nope see ya uh, (laughs) Uh, actually i take that back there's gonna be one that dude who slapped consultant on his title (laughs) who doesn't have experience he's like let's do it uh and you're gonna be dissatisfied so it's gonna be sad face for everybody on that one um but uh yeah kick your team out have them go go just look for consultants and then see, is does someone look appealing here uh, to hire as a consultant? If they, if you've defined the clear problem, clear outcomes that you're looking for, you should be able to find someone who should be able to do it. And now decide, do you like, do I have enough confidence with this individual, right? They have a good reputation. Do they, are they saying the right things that make me confident that they can actually deliver? Cause then you're probably gonna want, or be willing to spend more money with that person, right? If you're not, and like you can find someone to just come in and get the job done based off what you've outlined, if they agree to it, I'd always recommend finding someone. If you're gonna spend money, spend money to get it done once and done well. Uh, but you can, uh, you know, play with that. If it's a big problem, small problem, like then that's gonna affect how much money you're willing to spend. And so just make take the jump though, try it out, and then document what you did, what steps you took, so the next time you look at hiring a consultant, whoever you task out to go do this, they can say, okay. We heard a consultant before, didn't go well. Right. right. So, what, what happened there that we know we should have done uh, so that you're not just wasting money on someone coming in to tell you you need alt tags on your <laughs> pictures?
0: There you go. Excellent parting advice, excellent advice throughout this episode, honestly. Uh, so, thank you, Chris, for joining me uh, today to talk about all things marketing consultants. So hopefully our listeners will be able to take this information, the advice in this episode, and use it when they're deciding whether to hire a marketing consultant for their business. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. And also, be sure to take a moment um, to rate and review the show on your podcast application of choice. Until next time, this has been Growth Team Radio.
1: Wanna grow your business? Trying to find the right path to do it? Well, we've got the answers. Go to stopscaling.com. Yes, you heard right. Go to stopscaling.com where we'll show you the exact way to grow your business this year.